This podcast is sponsored by Kulabola that creates simple and very advanced websites, as well as creating fantastic animation. If you or someone you know is looking to start or update their websites, we're offering a genuine 20% discount with the code SPEAKING. Just go to com, and the links are in the podcast description. Welcome to the Speaking Podcast. You can find all our episodes on speakingpodcast.com or also on BitChute and YouTube at Speaking Podcast. I also have the Awakening Podcast, the Learn Polish Podcast, the Speaking Podcast, the Meditation Podcast, and the Crypto Podcast, and all can be found on RoyCollin.com. Today, my guest, entrepreneur, please welcome James Antra. Thank you, Roy. It's happy to be here today. So I always like my guests to introduce themselves to the audience because I think you'll do a better job than me reading something. Well, well, thank you. I didn't, didn't expect it that way, but that's fine. My name's James Antra. I'm co-founder of Shuffler. Shuffler is presentation management. We provide a platform for um, managing and making presentations easier for a global organization by providing a structured story that they could reuse into new presentations. It helps everyone speak better throughout a global organization. Excellent. And before we delve into the presentation, because I think every speaker, everybody that's on stage, you know, it's all about presentation. So I'm sure you'd be able to help them on that. But I always like to know, I know you're, you know, you're an entrepreneur from a young age, but regarding public speaking from school age, whatever, how did you get into it? Was it something you feared? Um, I don't know if I was, I was, I, it happened naturally. And um, it's almost like, I guess I have a weird, weird thing just came up. If you've, if, if when you were a little kid and you, your mom came in and said, who clean, who destroyed this room? And you went, oh, a dragon came in and flew and knocked everything over. And it was at that moment. I remember, I kind of recognized I had a little public speaking in me because you have to be convincing. You have to be persuasive. You have to be confident. You have to go through it. And, you know, might be a bad example because it was a straight up lie, but we're all public speakers at heart. Very good. So regarding presentation, because I know with in the business that you do it, but like what kind of tips and tricks can you give people? Because a lot of them are doing it wrong. You know, they well, yeah, presentations are how should I say? Uh, every presentation is a story and every slide is a scene. And you should consider your scenes or slides as you're a movie maker and say, why is that slide there? And what do I want my audience to feel? If you ask why and what on each slide, you're probably going to move people through a story better. That's a simple one. And yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll, you'll weed out the nonsense. I'll tell you, if you ask why and what that those two questions on each slide, chances are you'll weed out three or four of the slides that and make your message more concise, more direct. And uh, people are used to that nowadays. So I know that you got 93 uh, young entrepreneur of the year. You might let me know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you might let me know about that. Oh, I'm, I've I've been an entrepreneur since a, a young age. At college, I published pinup calendars. I printed T-shirts, hundreds if not thousands of them, different designs. I was co-founder of a bar called the Velvet Elvis, which allowed me to win the award Young Entrepreneur of the Year for 1993 in Houston, Texas, from the SBA 
the U.S. You know, uh, Small Business Administration. But nothing was more entrepreneurially than coming together and starting, you know, a real software company like Shuffler. I'll tell you that much. And we've spent 20 years doing it at this point. And I believe, is your sister part of Shuffler as well? Because I, I believe yes. you... So my sister and I have worked together 20 years and uh, we've built this company together. We went from I'll give you a a little history and you can see the pictures behind me. These are slides through the years. um, I'll give you the whole thing. In the 90s, it was called CD-ROM and CD-ROMs is a series of slides, images with text and video. That is a library of slides that you can access through interactivity. I was a salesperson for a company at that, and that company grew into a big web company. And the web company was very profitable. They did all their things, but they didn't like the CD-ROM. That was old technology in 2000 and decided to shut it down. I wrote a business plan and raised some money, and they called all the group in and said, James has written a business plan. We're shutting down this department. You can go with him or you can work with me. Eight people raised their hands. We spun out a company called Iguana Interactive, and it was the first presentation management company. We signed up high-end clients who were launching networks at the the time, the NFL, the NBA, the Mercedes-Benz was a client, British Airways, NBC, ABC, big media companies. And their problem was multimedia and presentations. I need to show a video of my show and then the data of why it's good ratings so they can sell that. And I'm going to get to that concept because that's a concept of public speaking. What they did is setting up the structure. But we made these high-end presentation systems with animations and such, and they were specialized. And we were a high-end consultancy. We did very well. And YouTube came up and ruined our value equation. (laughs) The concept of a 30-second video for $50,000 changed into, wait. My grandmother can make a DVD for our family reunion pretty well, and everyone's got a phone in their pocket, so what's the deal? It changed everything. So Alex and I took that knowledge and put it into a software product called Shuffler, which created presentation management. Presentation management is a structured storytelling publishing tool for your global organization so that your marketing and sales group can they can publish the best slides And people in your organization, two or 20,000, can pull from that library slides, repurpose a compliant, up-to-date presentation, hit save, maybe make a new slide with a few bullet points for Dr. Schwartz or whoever they're pitching, and be out the door. That basic publishing model of presentation slides is how you up the game for public speaking across your entire global organization. Excellent. And just how has it been... Working with your sister because I, I grew up with <laughs> fighting, fighting my brother, I think, every day. So I don't think that would ever work with me and my brother. We've a different, but obviously it's working for you. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, the, the old balance is what, what, and, and I think we strike this well what is a logical need versus what is me looking at my sister and my sister looking at me going, how could you do that? You know, you, you treat your family a little different than a business arrangement and being able to work the both of them at the same time and know that it's not about hurt feelings. We're working towards a common goal, but at different times it is about hurt feelings because we both went to different schools in the state of Texas and there is competition and there's all sorts of things that play into that relationship. So it, you know, it's good. The key is we look at the horizon and we're both going to the same place. When you like one speaking to your team, because that's a kind of something 
you know, you said eight went with you, so I don't know what your team was at one stage and what it is now, but, you know, just getting the message across, because sometimes people can't, you know, connect with their employees. So maybe you might have some tips over the years that you've picked up on doing yeah. that. It's a lot harder nowadays with all these video connections that, you know, people don't overhear your conversations to understand really where you're coming from. Everyone's not in the group. I can't say I'm the best at it, but what I've tried to do is if you can paint the right picture of the horizon where everyone's going and, and if everyone truly understands where they're going, when the forces of the world hit them in different directions, they don't get knocked off course and we're all on the same page that way. So I try to be concise, direct, and paint the picture of where we're going. And with the craziness that's been going on for the last year and a half, have people, instead of being in an office, are they at home now? And what's oh, the difference yeah. trying to connect with them? You know, do you find it March, harder? Friday the 13th of March, everyone went home in our office and no one has come back since. I am sitting alone in my office right now and there's probably 40 empty desks still on this floor, 50 desks. They're not all from my company, but there's five or six people on the floor right now. The world changed. The value equation of being in a in a clustered office space kind of has been proven that people can have a higher quality of life while delivering the real services that go into it. Now, I also agree we're at a big disadvantage because someone doesn't hear the other conversations like our tech department doesn't overhear the sales department discussing an issue with a client. That gives them a unique insight that they didn't fully understand. All these online components, that's a real challenge to communicate properly. Um, for our company, we have, a, we have standing meetings every, every morning at 9 a.m. All hands on, everyone does a report. And ideally, they provide visuals. Everyone has the opportunity to talk, and um, we go about our day thereafter. Different departments have two meetings a week, three meetings a week, one, one, uh, one every two weeks our PR meeting is. And we try to establish a cadence right off the bat so the consistency is there. I think the biggest value equation that, that fell upon the employee is that a 90-minute commute into work to work eight hours and a 90-minute commute home is a three-hour commute five days a week. That's 15 hours a week four weeks a month at 60 hours. Those, that time was granted back to all the people, all the workers, that's beautiful. I know that, that people can do a meeting at 10 a.m., get off a little early, maybe take a run, come back, eat a sandwich and be back for the 12, 12 noon meeting. And there's no harm, no foul because the work got completed and done. And I think people have a higher quality of life. On the flip side, if you're hard charging and you want people to really understand what's going on, you do need the clustering of minds to accelerate real advances and understanding amongst teams and where you're going, especially when you're a startup and there's no real manual leading the way ahead of you because you're, you're the artist. You're the one make, you know, doing the process, creating it, painting the picture where everyone's going. Right now, this conversation, if it was overheard by the rest of the people in my employees, it would probably do a benefit for them in understanding of what we're doing and why. And they'll know I'm genuine. They'll know where I'm going. They'll know where our company is and what our future is. 
because I've actually seen your software just, you know, when I was doing the preparation for this. And I was impressed because like if somebody in an audience is asking a question and obviously with the kind of what's gone on for the last year and a half, but I think your software would be ideal for somebody that's actually uh, doing it now at home, whether it's a webinar, when they're engaging oh, yeah. with their oh, yes. audience, because they can change it and it's not going to, you know, they don't have to be zooming in and out. They can have their... Yeah, kind of they just type in the topic at the side that's my understanding that from what correct. so it's on the basic premise that you have a library of published published slides it's a content management tool presentation i'll do i'll do the whole thing presentation management is a content shuffler is a content management tool where every file is formatted to present so if you upload a powerpoint you get an album of slides that are visual if you upload a video you see the video just like youtube upload an image you see the image Upload a PDF, you see the file. Every one of these pieces of content files are now formatted to present, so they're instantly repurposable, instantly available to drag and drop into the slide tray, like your shopping cart at Amazon, pick 10 slides, hit save. In three minutes, you have a compliant, up-to-date, published presentation. But, and this is a big, big from two from presentations, how they've evolved is presentations, if I collect 10 slides, they force the conversation. I know I'm going to talk about A, B, C, D, E, and F, and we're going to go through that. Don't talk about F unless I've gotten through B, because I'll get to that. That jogs the mind. The human talks. I talk to you. You answer. There's a game and flow. We get things going. In a presentation management environment, if you have a slide library, your presentation follows the conversation. You know, I have a library of 300 slides about my company, about my London office, about my New York office, about our printing press, about our distribution model, about how we, who our history is and, and video testimonials from the client. And you ask something about the, the London office, I have a slide on that. I have a video showing my printing press in London. I'm making this up, obviously. But if I've got it, you bring it up, I pull that slide up and the presentation follows the conversation. I can be talking to you. You can talk about any topic about my company and the slide can come up on the screen and reinforce our discussion as opposed to forcing our discussion, changing a lecture into a discussion from the presentation, forcing the conversation to the presentation, following the conversation, engaging your audience in such a way that the slides are reinforcing your words as opposed to the slides are dictating your words. And that's a balance. That's a real present. That's a that's a real presentation uh, value equation for public speaking. And this, go ahead. No, just uh, curious because with something like that, is there enough on the one screen? Because I I know that a lot of people, especially some of the guests, that they have two screens. Is is it okay to have it on just the one system? If you, it's it's a lot easier than you think, and everyone does it right now, and they don't even understand it. They don't believe it. Here's the thing. If I met you in a restaurant and you said, gee whiz, I'm going to Disney World. And I go, hmm, I was in Disney World two weeks ago. What do I do? I pull up my phone. I go to my images. I say, there I am with my son and my wife. And I click the image of Disney World. And I'm showing you the image on my phone. Those images are a library of slides. I just, the slide, my picture just followed the conversation. My picture from me being at Disney World gave me credibility with you so that my voice is more valuable with you in your plan to go to Disney World next month. 
That's the presentation following the conversation. We do it already. Imagine if your photo album was really slides and videos about everything about your company. You can answer every question and reinforce it. And when you reinforce it, your salesperson on the front end is actually being trained in the process. And it, it, no, of course it does. And the stuff that you're doing then, are you saving it to the cloud so that if somebody basically logs into someone else's computer, that they'd have the system there? Or is it that oh, you yes. Shuffler is a cloud system. It's a slide library for managing your content and repurposing it. You can share links. You can share presentations. You any any browser it works it works on any device you can be on a phone ipad you can it's it's universal and since it's on the cloud it's available everywhere and it supports this distributed uh model if you will okay. i, I, I will talk see, about something go, go ahead no I, I can see it as being a huge advantage because not every speaker is able to speak without their slides I, you know i've seen people their computer crashes or whatever that's this is a real backup plan for somebody because if they have a problem with their PC, they can just borrow someone else's and they're good to go. All you need is a browser. That's right. And presentation management, to be quite honest, uh, Shuffler is going to push into areas that uh, turn your phone into your broadcast tool in that when we're allowed to be back in the same room again, like lecture halls, shouldn't your phone be your microphone if you walk in any microphone? Shouldn't the screen behind you come from your place on any browser? Couldn't someone in the audience open their phone, look at the slide on their phone as opposed to the screen, maybe put the headset through the phone and hear you through the speaker, even though they're in the same lecture hall? Suppose the lecture hall fills up and you're out in the hallway. You get the real thing. Suppose you're getting that real thing and you're actually in Singapore, not in the lecture hall, coming from a cloud library. This is used in a variety of places. Here's one. There's something called... Um, adcom in the pharmaceutical industry and the pharmaceutical industry to get a drug approved you spend you know hundreds of millions of dollars testing and finding out how it works and 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 doctoral studies and how it works in this group and it and it goes through tests and it and they create so much data about a drug thousands of slides, literally thousands of slides of the molecules bonding and why if there's one less uh, nucleus on it, it doesn't bond properly and therefore the cancer can't grow. And since the cancer can't grow, they want a patent for this drug so that they can make billions. All on it. So this comes down to something called an adcom presentation. And this is where the big drug company sits down in front of the government. I'm talking about the US government in this case, the federal FDA, and they have to answer questions. And they have the FDA in front of them and they ask questions. So how does that work on the elderly? They've got a slide on that. And when there's a slide library, they can pull up the slide while they're answering it. The slide could reinforce it with, well, the elderly, it's, it has a higher efficacy. And they'll say it does. And the slide comes up and it shows this chart where the efficacy gets higher as time goes by. And it resources, now my words have more knowledge. And they go, okay, that makes sense. What about children? Oh, God, now I, I need a slide on children. Type children, the slide's there, you see it, it comes up, answers the question. Hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars rely on this presentation. And it relies on this presentation following the conversation because it's an interview. It's not a presentation by the drug company. It's an interview by the drug, admitted by the government saying, hmm, is this going to hurt people or not? 
and they have to answer questions. So it's the presentation following the conversation. This is a core component where presentation management kind of comes from. And with NASA then, how did that one work? How does, uh, is it NASA themselves or a client? Yes, and the space station. I, you know, they have beautiful stuff up there. It's not, I, you know, I don't, I, 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 I can't really comment how they use it that way. It's too direct. <laughs> If that makes sense, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's no anonymous organization called NASA. Well, maybe there's SpaceX and Blue Origin. That's wrong. But, you know, in any case, they have beautiful pictures and beautiful presentations. And quite frankly, there's a lot of detailed analysis in their operations. And quite frankly, if it's important data, it's probably in a presentation somewhere if you try to communicate it to other people. Okay. And like, uh... I know that AI is is AI used in what you're doing because I, I I've seen something that the rise of AI. Well, there it's it's there, but no one's talking for a human being at this point. You're getting suggestions on what might be relevant. Let's just take that environment where I was in a in a, in a, in a lecture hall and I came up and someone and I was talking about ratings in uh, t for the TV, and you wanted to know about a specific market around Chicago. Well, there's specific data on it. And if the person in the audience raised their hand, one of a thousand, and says, in Chicago, how many people drink Coca-Cola and eat Lay's potato chips? By the way, that's a real question for advertisers, how they spend their money. But you want the data, at the time the person asked the question, the audio of the word Lay's potato chips, Coca-Cola, goes to your presentation library, and it's already suggesting slides that address that. If you have automated, we call them predictive slides that are created on the fly, meaning it pulls database and can publish 1,200 slides ready today. The numbers are different tomorrow, so we have 20, 1,200 new slides tomorrow. If they're all new in there and you ask about it, I can give you those numbers based on Nielsen ratings in slideshow versus how people watched the NBA last night, drank Coca-Cola and eat Lay's. And it can be on a relevant slide and I can hammer down that advertising amount for, you know, whatever, you know, thousand households, it's $20,000 for each ad. Let's, let's book it now. But that's about a published library of slides. I'm going to take it to a bigger, um, a bigger concept, if you will. Are you familiar with David Ogilvy? He's a guy. Yes, he's a founder of the advertising agency in a way. He, you know, Ogilvy Bather, a big agency. And what he was able to do was convince the corporate world that if you aggregated all your advertising, all your marketing and, and sales support money and gave it to an ad agency, you'd get better creative, better placement, better tracking, better marketing, and in turn, you can sell more widgets. Right. Basic thing. And what he did, he said, OK, let's get a strategy together. Let's get a strategy for TV, a strategy for radio, strategy for billboards, consistent billboards. Let's get a strategy for print. We're going to mail you stuff every week. There's strategies for the web. This podcast is a strategy for me for marketing Shuffler. Now, I just talked about five different mediums of communication, TV, radio, billboard, print, the web. There's one other media of communication that's never been managed. Presentations. There's no strategy for it. There is now. Let's look at a strategy for TV. Think of uh, the Super Bowl, for example. 
58 years old. But they learned that if they got a Hollywood star exotic location with a Hollywood director and made it funny and they put it on the Super Bowl, you can sell more widgets. And they've done that strategy so well for 58 years that 15 seconds is worth you know $5 million or something of that nature. I don't know what the real value is. Shuffler presentation management is strategy for presentation communication. Excellent. And I believe you're an author as well. Yeah, we, here, I got a book right here called Presentation <laughs> Management, <laughs> the strategy for content, you know, the enterprise strategy, the new strategy for enterprise content. I'm reading it backwards. I know what it says. But this lays out all the different components because you don't just go into the big from two is everyone's done presentations as a linear presentation. It's a flat file, one slide, two slide, three slide. Don't talk about slide 10 until we get there. This is an interactive, you have a library of slides, who we are, what we do, how we do it, case studies. In each case study, there's slides on all your clients with all the data. If you have 200 slides ready, I can pull up any slide I want. I go to this published library, I drag five or six slides to slide tray, hit save, I'm 90% out of the door. Think of 2000 people in your company doing presentations and think of them opening one, closing one, opening another, closing it, opening a third, saving it out, renaming it, going back to the first one, copying and pasting, calling Susie in the other room, getting that slide from last summer's picnic and bringing it in here and saving it out. I just spent two, three hours. U.S. Bank outright said, you changed the timing when our people created new presentations from five hours to five minutes. And you think, how can it be five hours? When they compile a presentation in the banking financial industry, they have to send it to legal for compliance. Legal has to approve it and send it back. That takes time, that takes effort, that takes money. When your library is published and approved, legal has already approved those slides and the people in the field can just use them. And legal knows who used what slide, in what order, how long it was up on the slide, up on the screen, so you now have business intelligence from your presentation communication that you never had before. You think companies think value in your website, how people walk through your website and what slides they go to and what they do. And there's big value in that. I think there's huge value. Now Shuffler delivers who looked through what slides in what order for how long. Great business intelligence, because quite frankly, if you're selling a client, we ever talked about the sales funnel of uh, the world here. People, what do they do nowadays? They, if I want to buy something, let's just say I want to go on a vacation, stay in a hotel. I'm going to look online and I'm going to, I'm going to see what people say about it. I'm going to see what's, and I know that's third party. I know some are going to be malicious and some will be nice, but I'm looking for genuine stuff. Then I'm going to look at the advertising and I'm going to know that that's the company selling me. So they're going to put it in a best light. Then I'm going to go to their website, and I know that's exactly what they're doing and how they put themselves forward. Then if I really want to do it, and it's a big purchase, I somehow contact someone. At that time, there's a personal presentation. The funnel goes right down to a presentation. And I don't care if someone read something online that was so convincing. If your presentation gives off the wrong energy, they're not going to buy from you. But if they think your ad out in Times Square is weak and they know you're, you're sincere and genuine and your presentation is, they're just as likely to buy your stuff. Presentations are important communications and it's time 
the corporate world and quite frankly, all institutions globally start, you know, recognizing that and implementing strategies on it. Absolutely. No, to be honest, I was fascinated when I saw it. I was looking at the, you know, online and I, you know, I wasn't aware of it prior to, you know, organizing uh, our call. So are they templates in the background that I'm looking at that you, you've you got or like? Um, yes, we are. And we're going into is when you talk about structured presentations, I can give a uh, hierarchy of a structured presentation, who we are, what we do, how we do it, case studies, who we are. There's about us, the history, our offices. Uh, the executive management, their bios, the corporate structure, maybe a story of, you know, Jebediah Antra, who founded the company 200 years ago or whatever it might be. That's about us. What we do. These are our products and services. How we do it. You know, we show up at your house and clean your rugs and, and we put a guarantee on it and all that stuff. Here's our client saying it. Once you have slide library that way, everyone in your company repurposes those slides and they're relevant for just about everyone. That's what this is all about. And the value equation just like multiplies because when people are using them that way, you the business intelligence that comes from that is just, how should I say, astounding. It's never been had before. Now it's available. So if I was the CEO of a Fortune 5000 company, I would be asking, if I was the CEO of any company like my own, and I already asked this question, what's our strategy for managing presentations? Do we have one? Or is everyone on their own wasting everyone's time? I have a hundred salespeople wasting five hours a week. You know, a week's work is like 40 or 50 hours, well, 40 hours, whatever. It's 10% reclaiming. How big's your payroll? You want to reclaim 10% of your sales pay payroll? Implement presentation management. I mean, these are, these are all very good strategies that are right there. You can take them off the shelf right at shuffler.com and start going today. You were talking about structured storytelling and the libraries. And I said, who we are, how we do, how we do it. You have the whole library. But if we go into, and if we're on video, I can look behind me, I can look at NBC and they talk about their brand, their stations, their audience, programming, resources, and solutions. Those are categories of their business. If you look at a bank, the structure is going to be probably something like retail, treasuries, wealth management, and the different categories of their business. If you're looking at a hotel, let's just pick any, any hotel. Um, you know, Hilton has, or, or, or Marriott has a half a dozen brands, Spring Hill, Suites, the Marriott Crown Suite, all the different versions of it. And each one has different profiles, different rooms. You could have libraries like that. And if your library is like that, everyone can repurpose the sale at any given moment. You can go to pharmaceutical and it'll talk about the drug. It'll talk about efficacy. It'll talk about trials and how it went through. So every business has a structure. And when you get that structure right, you have fundamentally transformed the presentation communication channel from a flat linear file to an inter interactive, engaging, empowered presentation machine. So basically, if you've got 100 agents out there for you, you as the CEO can see what they're you know, showing and you can, see right. the, you can see the sweet spots and then you can tell everybody this is what you, this is the, the actual sequence you should be doing. These guys are getting a, you know, 50% more conversion rate than the other people. That's right. You're the number one salesperson and you talk about the, the benefits. You just hammer the benefits. Look, you spent two minutes on the benefit slide and then you did another benefit slide for another two minutes. I'm the worst salesperson and I can't stop talking about the founding of the company. 
while sweet and all, it ain't closing deals. Having that knowledge will change the, the way people think about this. Here, I'll give you an example of inefficiency. We have a cable company as a client. They're in you know, 90 different networks, different cities, or different, different, uh, different cities. Everyone has different demographics with people who live there, and you know, that's how they make their money. And they would get the Nielsen ratings overnight, and they had a team of five people who used to build slides for everyone to use, where they'd make Nielsen ratings against every single show, against every single time slot, against every single channel in every single town, Cincinnati, Rochester, New York, Miami, Atlanta. I'm just talking about the U.S. here. A lot of work. They did this for 10 years. Everyone needed the presentations, high end, whole group, whole department doing this. They implemented our strategy. After about eight months, they realized that their best salespeople were selling off the emotional value equation off each one of the shows. And they realized that the data, while nice in this format, took a lot of work, but they weren't spending a lot of time on it. That once they decided in their heart emotionally to buy it, the data became the nuts and bolts of the invoice. What I'm saying is they spent 10 years with five people, a whole department doing something that, that had no real data, empirical data to prove it right or wrong. And then when they pulled it out, it did it. We've done other things that, that automate this data so that it's there in presentations to begin with. But think about that. Five people, 25 grand a month, 300 grand a year, 10 years. That's a lot of wood. <laughs> so that's just one value equation that was turned out with true empirical data about presentation management and the value when implemented across your enterprise. And what, what topics are you covering in, in your uh, book? Are you covering more all relating to the company or are you covering all? We have a second book coming out in a few months that talks about structured storytelling and elevating the storytelling for your organization. You could read the book and implement basic principles of it within your organization. You could go to Shuffler and get it going just as fast and you know, know what's going on. It's about you know, taking them step by step and understanding it. It's not a one-step thing. It seems like, I guess the hardest part is, I'll do an analogy. Clean your room. That's the worst thing you anyone wants to hear. Clean my room. No, it's a mess. Just, just, just get out of here. Well, your slides are a mess too. Clean them up. You don't want to hear that either. So what we do is provide a way that you can clean your room easy or you can make a slide library easy. And how do we do that? As opposed to cleaning your room, just push all that crap into one pile in the center of your library, in your, in your uh, room. Now we're going to stand outside the door. I see six pairs of pants. Pick your best pair of pants. I see five slides about the history of the company. Let's pick the best history of the company and everyone's gonna use that. I see you have 10 pairs of shoes. Oh, you like wearing the good ones and your sneakers. Let's take those two pair. Let's talk about your printing press in London. Look, you've got 18 slides of it. These two slides do it well, let's bring them in. You're now assembling the best, the cream of the crop, the slide library. And in the process, you're publishing it to the other people of the organization. Once your marketing has gone through it that way, don't forget a video is a slide. If your company has a half a dozen video testimonials or whatever they are, just put them in there. They're easy. Just drag the video in and play it. That's the next 30 seconds you're going to watch. It's full screen. That's a slide. 
in this process of cleaning your room or cleaning up your slides, once the library is made, everyone in your company, the moment they see it, because everyone hates to, to build presentations, they're like, oh, that burns a coal in my gut. You got to do a presentation Tuesday. You're like, great. Oh, God, <laughs> I got to make a presentation on Tuesday. In this, you take five minutes and you're 90% there. You add a slide about the opening and the specific goal, maybe a full few bullets about the company donates to the cause of this target, and we're happy to have you here today. We put, a, put an ending slide that says, buy our product or, you know, we'll give you the best price today or whatever. And they're out the door in 20 minutes. You're not, and you look better than you did before. You don't play with the logo. You don't bastardize the brand. You don't change the fonts. You don't introduce a new slide unless, you know what I mean? And legal has looked at it. It's approved. So they don't have to go back for 28 people using that safe harbor statement and know that it's the right one for the right financial product that they just pitched. And by the way, if your client bought that financial product, can you prove that you showed that safe harbor statement right after it? Now that they lost their money and they're suing you, do you have a record of the presentation when you told them about the risks of investing in this, this particular instrument? Presentation management will deliver for that. Just with gold. <laughs> Especially, especially in America, because, you know, everybody wants to sue everybody. So. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of lazy people looking to sue and to, to get it done. The, the non-creative trying to take out the creative. It's amazing. No. Sad, but we're all human, and that's what people do to survive. You know, we do the best we can. That's why okay. you got to, you know. And like you mentioned, how fast you can do that. Because, I mean, I've used Prezi. I've used PowerPoint. And for me, creating something, it takes me. I mean, mm -hmm. some people are good at it because they're constantly doing it. But it takes ages to do that. And just listening right. to, you know, the way that you said it and how you can kind of shuffle around. And if somebody's asking you a question, I think it's a, a fantastic system. And for and all the presentations, PowerPoint is the content creation tool. You use PowerPoint to put them up there. Yes, we have a, an editor that does some management of it. But fundamentally, all these slides are in PowerPoint. And um, when I say fundamentally, they're in PowerPoint, but the corporate libraries of the world are in PowerPoint. I want to do a little history of presentations here for a minute, if that's okay. Of course, yeah. All right. Presentations have been around since the caveman, writing on the wall. That was a presentation, right? Through the years... Every religion used stained glass as their illuminated slide, much like our screens right now, to tell the stories of their religion. You walk through their temples and buildings, and one slide after another told you the progression of what they wanted you to learn. That is slide management. That was about educating the world, bringing them through. Think about every university. Every single university is built around lecture halls. And every lecture hall is built around a presentation. Is there any tool that manages those presentations? Go into corporate world. It's about corporate presentation. We go into the David Ogilvy story about TV, radio, billboards. Presentations have been very important to human communication through the years. And it's time we manage them properly with technology. That's what Shuffler is all about. Excellent. I, I know that because a lot of the listeners are speakers that want to actually just improve, sharpen their tools. And I think this is something that I haven't been aware of. And I know that a lot of people will you know, check it out. So how can people get in contact with you? What's the website and everything? It's uh, shuffler.com. S-H-U-F-F-L-R-R. -R. Two F's, two R's. 
And um, you can set up a site for free. Under five users can use it for free all you want. So you can start setting it up within your organization and organizing your stuff before you show it to anyone else. Shuffler.com. It's easy as any SaaS product that way. Well, when the you know the introduction is free, I think everyone it's worth checking out. So listen, James, thank you very much. Really appreciate thank it. Thank you, Roy. I appreciate your time today and inviting me on your show. No problem. So that's all for the Speaking Podcast. You can find all our episodes on speakingpodcast.com. As mentioned, we're on BitChute and YouTube. Be sure to give us a five-star rating. Share with your friends. Until next week, take care. This podcast is and always will be free. There are two ways you can help me as I spend a lot of time researching, recording, editing, and marketing my podcast. I also have plenty of costs with like Zoom, BitChute, StreamYards, as well as equipment. I have a donation button, which you can buy me a coffee once a month. Or even just donate one euro, because if everybody who listens to the podcast donate one euro, it would cover all the costs. You can also support our sponsors. All the links are in the podcast show notes. Thank you for listening. This podcast is sponsored by Coolabola, that creates simple and very advanced websites, as well as creating fantastic animation. If you or someone you know is looking to start or update their websites, we're offering a genuine 20% discount with the code SPEAKING. Just go to Coolabola, C-O-O-L-A-B-U-L-L-A dot com and the links are in the podcast description.